We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Bregman would like to get him to scamper home. Two on, two out. Tenth inning. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. Throw by Ethier. Astros win! A deep dive on baseball. Wade Box is a Hall of Fame third baseman. The man's a legend. And much more. He drank 50 beers on a cross-country flight and then absolutely destroyed the Seattle Mariners the next day, okay? <laughs> the number of beers is actually highly disputed. Some say 50, some said as many as 70 beers. Which is an absolutely insane amount of beer. Nobody can drink that much. Not with an attitude like that. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris, the seven-foot kid that strokes it with the acne on his back, and Mike Lynch. Excuse me, he looks really hot. On 1080 The Fan. Hey, bada 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 bada, so we bada. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. Welcome into the Hot Corner. Or it must be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. Oh, what's that, Mike? Oh, nothing? Good. Yeah. That's how I like you. We're sans Mike Lynch this evening. So it's just me and Joe. Hello. It's just you and me, buddy. What's up? It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, I was gone last week. Yeah, um, you were. Kicking it in the sun in Central Oregon. It was a little hot. Bend, Sun River, Redmond? I'm... Uh, No, just a little old town called Moppin. Moppin? I yeah. don't think I've heard of it. East, west of Bend? Uh, It's south of the Dalles, north of Bend, north of Madras. So, ha- okay, halfway in between. Um, It's basically got like a 10-mile stretch that you can just like booze cruise on. Partying with the Rajneeshis out there, maybe? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think the Rajneeshis have left the area. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's some whitewater rafting. There's uh, there's some action there. We do a lot of uh, me and some friends. We do a lot of rafting throughout the summer, and then this is our big blowout where we bring a bunch of people that uh, that don't do a whole lot of rafting because there's uh, there's a little bit of action, uh, but it's hot and you can just kind of sit there and get drunk. Sounds fun. I know it it is really fun. Um, I do guide my own boats, my own boat. So what's what's tough is I sit there and let everyone else get drunk, and I just. So you're the designated B, like the DB, the designated boater? Yeah, I guess so. That's the, I mean, title of it, I don't know. Yeah. Do you still call the person who controls the boat a driver or? We call them a guide. So a DG. A DG. A designated guide. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's my boat, so I would like my boat not to get destroyed. I mean, I have a, I have a beer or two, just like any DD, right? Don't all DDs have at least three or four beers in the five hours they're DDing? 
Um, oh, is no. that not, is that not how it goes? <laughs> I think that uh, defeats the whole purpose of a DD. Sorry, man, I haven't been a DD in a good fifteen years, so I'm a little rusty in how this works. Lucky you. Yeah, actually, I can't think of the last time I was a DD. Well, I mean, with Lyft and Uber nowadays, I mean, there's really no excuse. I mean, I don't know if you've ever used those, but there is really no excuse not to have a DD on call. Yeah, I've used those. I've used those for sure. I'm I'm more of a Lyft guy. Seems a little safer. They do, like, background checks. Oh, wasn't aware. On drivers? Yeah, I guess that was a big thing a while ago. Everybody was like, screw Uber, Lyft. Do Lyft. They're looking out for human rights. Yeah, and just like all social media outbursts that lasted like a week. Mm-hmm. And then everybody still is like, hey, why don't you just get an Uber? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, good call. And then I, I pull up the Lyft app because I don't have the Uber app. But it's like Google, you know. Just Google that, even though you might search it somewhere else. Although I don't think anybody searches I'm a Bing else. fan. I don't know. You still rock <laughs> no, the Bing? No, no. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Fisher no, is a no, Bing fan. No, not at all. <laughs> My goodness. So It's funny to... It's funny to think how you get to that point, you know, like Kleenex or Band-Aid, that your brand is now what the product is called. Why don't you just grab an Uber? Oh, yeah, let me pull up my Lyft app. And it's like, well. Just Google it. I mean, whether you used Yahoo back in the day, Bing, Ask yeah. Jeeves or whatever, you know, the common phrase was just Google it. I think now I, everybody just uses Google regardless. Right, so, right. I think I used, I think I did a decent amount of Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. I think so. I mean, I, I was a Yahoo kid back in the day. God, that reminds me of, like, elementary school for me. Yeah, high school for me. <laughs> Showing that age difference again. Just a little bit. So you were gone last week. Yes. And now this week, we don't have Mike Lynch. No Mike. And he's in Vegas. What's he doing in Vegas? Uh, I believe his girlfriend has some sort of conference or meeting or something special going down in Vegas for the week. Uh, that's his wife. Sorry, wife, yeah, <laughs> which I've met numerous times, so I don't know, why, no, don't know why I said that. Yeah, his wife is there doing something for work, and he tagged along, and so when she's doing her work stuff, Mike is doing his Vegas stuff. Woof. Yeah. I've never been to Vegas. I have zero interest in going to Vegas. Really? I do not need Are to. Are you serious? Yeah, I do not need to walk around a town in which I can bet on sports with a half gallon of liquor in my hand. And if I can't get laid for free, I can pay for it. I do not need to be in a town like that. Yeah, well, see, I've been Sounds pretty destructive. So listen, I've been to Vegas. I went there one time. I was too young to do anything. I think I was like 14 or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was still a really good time. And the bizarre thing is when you land, regardless, like let's say you fly in and get there at 11 midnight, you would think you're ready to go to the hotel and call it a night, you know, like, oh, we just got in from the flight. We're going to, you know, party tomorrow. Start it up tomorrow. No, you get in at 11 midnight and you see everything happening, lights and going on, people. I mean, you stay up for another four hours. When I went there, we got there at midnight, went and had like a full dinner meal down at the restaurant at the Luxor (laughs) and then walked around the Vegas Strip before we realized it was four in the morning. Ah, yes. Yeah, I think you lost me there. But I wasn't even able to drink, and that's the worst part. You know, yeah. I, obviously just being a young kid, I was just taking everything in, the sights, sounds, and smells. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a great time. Roller coaster was fun. ESPN zone, all the stuff you could do as a kid right. was fun. Oh, this place is so great, Mom. And Let's come back every year. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't want to go to Vegas, at least for a couple nights. Yeah, Mike, uh, going there for a week is rough, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, and especially this heat. 
is bad here. I can't imagine what it's like down in Vegas. It's probably uh, like 110. Yeah, but I bet you it's like clear and you can breathe outside. That's true. Try being a smoker. Sucks. <laughs> Sucks it's like this every day. <laughs> nice one, Joe. Yeah, so it's uh, just me and you tonight. Yeah, we'll have some fun. We got a lot to get into tonight. Um, we'll talk about... Uh, uh, what do we want to get into? Uh, Felix goes to the bullpen. The Dodgers are exploding. We have fair or foul at 8.30. Felix goes to the bullpen and then comes back from the bullpen. Oh, I know you, just can't, you can take the man out the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out the man. <laughs> that's that, that's one way if, to put it. I don't know if that really applies. I don't really find Felix ghetto by any means. Well, if you just like apply a uh, starting pitching job as the ghetto, then you know you can't take that out of Felix because he's just coming right back to the starting pitching job. Yeah, right. He's still mad. Yeah, so we'll do that. And uh, I want to debut a new segment <laughs> that uh, I have not uh, run this by uh, Mike Lynch, who actually runs the show. Uh, I just pretend to. But I would like to start at 745 every week, uh, story time with Uncle Patrick, where I just tell you cool stories about the history of Major League Baseball. That I like it. All right? Yeah. I When you told me it over text, I was like, stories about, like, your weekend? Nah. Or, like, stories about what exactly? No, so, no, no. I'm just, uh, just fully embracing old curmudgeon Patrick who uh, loves baseball and wishes things were the 50s again. Taking a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sounds fun. Hopefully, like, kind of uh, everybody knows the – Pirates pitcher, God, his, his name is blanking me. That took the acid but the night before the game. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Doc Gooden? Uh, no, uh, Dwight Gooden uh, Dwight was Gooden. a pitcher in the 80s. Yeah, um, yeah. This so, is, uh, oh, what, what is that dude's name? Everybody knows that this. That is killing me. Anyways, I would love stories like that. If you can find out that a uh, you know Miami pitcher in the late 90s went and did a bunch of lines and then an hour or two later went out and threw like just an absolute ace of a game. yeah. Eight inch strong, ten strikeouts. Let's get some more stories yeah, like that. One day I'll tell you about David Wells' perfect game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Not every them, and not every one of them are drug related. Joe, <laughs> God, See where my mind's these at. Days. Uh, but yeah, it might be fun. Just just tell some cool stories. Uh, uh, I guess we can use this opportunity now that I mentioned that. In a couple weeks, we will have the Oregon Coaches Show on Wednesday from seven to eight, which will bump the hot corner. Uh, to 8 to 10 on Wednesdays. But we're still here Wednesday. Listen to Crystal Ball and all your Oregon Duck news, and uh, we'll be on right after, just an hour later, so you can kick it with that. Also, Mike and I are still working on the Beers on Us podcast. Episode 3 dropped last Thursday. We were live, or uh, we recorded live out at uh, Stormbreaker in St. John's. We got a new one that drops tomorrow around 4 o'clock, uh, so keep checking that out. But that's that. Oakley Dogley, we got this show going into. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find me at Mike. Or oof, how many times do I say that? Missing him already. Like a thousand times. Thousand times. You can find me on Twitter at pdd 85 You can find Joe at Joe Fish Three F I S C H. Harass us, we love you. You can also hit us up on the Better You Today text line five five three zero five. That bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. And hey, if you say something funny, sometimes we read it on the air. Coming up. The most exciting thing in baseball right now has got to be the American League West. We'll do that next. This is Portland Sports Leader. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
718 here on the fan. Something that's been interesting me for the last few days. That was kind of like right in at the beat. I liked that. Let's just say I got the rhythm. I got the vibe. Uh, something that's been catching my eye over the last few days has to be the most exciting thing in Major League Baseball right now, and that, no, I'm sorry, National League East fans, that is not which crappy team is going to win the division. Or, for that matter, the National League West, which crappy team is going to win that division. We'll get to that in the second hour. But what truly interests me is the American League West. Yes, that is home to your Seattle Mariners. Not my Seattle Mariners. Are they your Seattle Mariners, Joe? Right now they are. Do you see my Orioles? That is true. I have to root for something. Are you guys going to lose today? They already did. They already did? If it's not final, they're losing like 14-2 to to the Mets. So if the Red Sox win, which they're currently down 7-3, to then you would be... 50 games back. I did not say 50 and a half. We're going to be down 50 regardless of what happens tonight. I did not say 15. I said 50. I'm trying to think. If we both lose, do we lose a half game? I don't know. No, you don't lose anything. But you've already lost. That's why you're at 49 and a half. If the Red Sox lose, you'll be at 49. Let's go Red Sox. (laughs) Hashtag race for Rutschman. (laughs) I'm going to start that here soon. Screw the Royals. Uh, did you you are are you still gonna look up to see who uh, who has the worst deficit? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try and find that. I got a really good feeling it's the 2003 Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Don't want to spend too much time on it, but yeah, they lost uh, 116 games. Well, I'll try and find it. How many games have you guys lost? 84. Still got another month and a half to go, too. How many are left? So I don't want to detract from the AL West too much. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, there's, you start talking about my Orioles, and I start venting here. Right, right. So there's a lot of different things going on with this. I don't even know where to start. Maybe – so Houston's continuing to lead the American League West. They pretty much have all season. They're 73-47. and 47. They're currently destroying – uh, the Rockies right now, 10 to 1. So we can safely assume we'll chalk that up for a victory. The A's lost to the Mariners today, which will give the Astros a two-game lead over the A's, and the Mariners are four games back. Um, that does not include the wild card, which we can get into later. But the reality is, is this division all of a sudden is wide open. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect this to really oh, happen. Okay, yeah, exactly. The, I think it started last week, you know, once the Springer injury went down. Right. Went down like everybody already knew Altuve was on the DL. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, they'll be able to manage. And then the Springer injury happened, and people were like, well, okay, we'll see what happens here. Then they got swept by the Mariners. Oof. That's what really made people's eyes open. And then obviously the A's have took two out of the three. I don't know what the Astros are doing tonight. They're, uh, oh, they're killing Colorado 10 to one. Yeah, they lost. 10-1. They lost last night to make it a one game lead down to just one game. And all Oakland had to do is beat the measly Mariners. And then they, they took, it took 12 innings for them to try to beat them. Yeah. 
So it looks like Houston's going to gain that game back on Oakland. But man, how exactly how the hell did we end up in this position? Oakland has a plus 65 run differential. Houston has a plus 191. (laughs) I saw that last night. I was looking at the standings and yeah, I saw how crazy that run differential is between those two teams. It's a 130 basically, right? Yeah. I mean, Houston's 41 and 18 away from Houston. That's insane. Right? They sound amazing. However, they've lost five in a row. They should break that tonight. They're four in their last. They've won. Let's see. They've lost five in a row, which makes them, yeah. I mean, they're four out of their last That's, that's the sweep and the Rockies lost last night. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, you almost have to go even farther beyond that. Like, where did they, I mean, they lost. Well, Correa's been out for a solid two and a half months. Thanks, fantasy. Well, it seems like they have these spurts where they just lose a few games. I You go back even just a week and a half, and they lost all three games to the Rangers. Um, they got swept by the Rangers. Before that, they lost to the Rockies, and then right after that, they lost to the Mariners. So that was losing five games right there. So they just kind of have these stretches where it's looking like they just fall apart, lose five games, six of seven, things like that. Right. I guess if you're Houston, you have to be like, okay, okay. Altuve's hurt. Springer's hurt. We just got Correa back. Everything's going to be okay, right? I mean, that's that's how A.J. Hinch has to approach this. You know, the great manager that A.J. Hinch is. 9-12 and 12 since the All-Star break, the Houston Astros are. Woof. Yeah, I mean, it's only 9-12? and 12? Yeah. Nine and 12. Huh. And Verlander and Cole, they're still dealing. So they're just not scoring runs. And I don't want to make something out of nothing. I don't know how much the Zunia stuff has really affected the clubhouse too much, but I feel like it's all kind of piling on that, the injuries. Stop. I don't want to hear about that. Well, that's what everyone was saying when the trade happened. And it's like, oh, well, that locker room was good. What, until one guy showed up and now everyone decides, like, I'm so angry I'm not going to hit anymore? I'm so angry I'm not going to close, you know. Okay. End this inning. <laughs> I mean, I hear what you're saying. Like, nobody wants that POS on the team. You know, they're taking a lot of backlash for that. And, you know, in this show and its history, we don't necessarily bring up those kind of guys. But you can't tell me that it's because one guy came in. I'm not saying it's just that. I'm saying it's that plus injuries. Plus maybe some mismanagement. Plus inconvenient losing streaks. Yeah, why are all these good teams managed by terrible managers? That's a good question. You know, I don't want to sidetrack too much, but A.J. Hinch, give me a break. Aaron Boone, don't get me started on the managerless New York Yankees. Alex Cora. Alex Cora might be good, but he has no experience. (laughs) You could use the same excuse for Aaron Boone as you do Alex Cora. That roster is stacked. All he has to do is stand there, basically. Right, and that's what he does. Um, of all the managers in the American League race right now, here is the order of best managers. Terry Francona in Cleveland. Not biased. That's reality. Buck Walter in Baltimore. <laughs> I said of people in the race. Not biased. <laughs> Number two is going to be Bob Melvin of the Oakland Athletics. I guess you got to give it to old Bobbo. Okay, number three. Uh, I quit. <laughs> like, that's it. Who do you want me to pick? Scott Service? No. AJ Hinch? No. And then that's Aaron, Aaron Boone and Alex, Alex Cora. Cora. Like, I mean, bye. No thanks. And the reason I just don't take any of them as far as those two, it's because their teams are really good. So it's making them look, look good. Yeah. 
Woof. All these teams could win World Series if they had a manager. Anyway, I think with the Astros, I'm not too worried, I guess. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Guys will get healthy. They've been there before. They're going to fight for the division, and they'll probably win the division. I can't imagine the Astros fall to that wild card position. Well, I think what we might have to do is take a look at their schedule, um, what's to come ahead, because me and Mike were doing this last week with the Mariners and A's, and what we found is that it's a pretty favorable schedule the rest of the way for the A's, honestly. For the A's? I don't know. Yeah, I saw their and schedule now, today. a week later, we're in the position of where we're looking at the Astros' schedule going forward to see if they can even keep their lead. All right. So they end with Colorado today. Right. They got a day off. Then they got three at Oakland, three at Seattle, three in Anaheim, and then home three against Oakland, three against Anaheim. All divisional opponents. Three against Minnesota. Then they're at Boston, at Detroit, home against Arizona, home against Seattle, home against Anaheim. They're at Toronto, and then they end with the homie hookup of four games in Baltimore. (laughs) You're welcome, Houston. (laughs) How you like them apples. That's tough. That's a lot. That's a lot of divisional games left. Yeah. I think I looked yeah, at the Mariners true. schedule the other day and it's not that much divisional games. Like they have shots, but it's not just like, hey, we're hosed. Yeah, Oakland, Houston, Texas, 23 Minnesota divisional game, 23 divisional games left for the Astros. Gross. Oakland, Houston, Texas, Minnesota, Houston, Seattle, Yankees, Texas, Baltimore, Tampa. Anaheim, Minnesota, Seattle, Anaheim. I'll take that. That's the athletic schedule, right? That's the A's. Yeah, exactly. We were looking at it last week, and it was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, could you ask for it? You could ask for an easier schedule, but you'll take that every day of the week. Right. The Astros, they have, I mean, if you're look, I don't like to count divisional games at uh, opponents' gimmies in any situation, like as far as Texas or Anaheim. Um I think divisional matchups are always going to be tough unless it's the Orioles playing the Yankees or Red Sox at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, the Astros schedule the rest of the way, they only have a few gimmies. Minnesota, Detroit, and then at the end of the season, they get seven gimmies in a row with Toronto and Baltimore. Yeah. That is huge. (laughs) Those last seven games against Toronto and Baltimore, granted, they're all away, but that's when they've been playing their best, 41 and 18. Take a little peek at the Mariners' schedule. You're looking at Dodgers. Home against the Dodgers, where outfield tickets will cost you $200. Um, Dodgers, Astros, Diamondbacks. That's brutal. Dodgers, Astros, Diamondbacks. Padres, Oakland, Baltimore, Yankees. Padres, Angels, Houston, Texas, Oakland, Texas. That's not too bad. You got to get through the rest of August. And then you control your own destiny. That's not too bad. Although I hate that Arizona series in Arizona. Also, the Mariners can't beat Texas, and they're going to play them seven times in 11 games after coming off the Astros. Bye. <laughs> Adios. Yep. And that's kind of where I want to get to next. So if if I truly believe that Houston will be all right, they'll survive this. Guys will come back healthy when they need to. Uh, right now, it's about the other two guys, and that's kind of want to get into next, and we'll do that. But first, here's Joe with sports. 
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. You feel like summertime. You took this heart of mine. As we do every single year, next week, we're happy to uh, let you all know that it's a Dirt and Sprague's fantasy draft football, fantasy football draft party out at uh, Big Al's in Beaverton. Beavertron. Uh, I will be there hosting the show as I have for the last, what is this? I think this will be the third year. I think this will be the third year. Yeah. Uh, it has created the most famous and my absolute favorite drop of all time, uh, on this radio station of any program. Oh, hold on. I think we might have it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Do you know where to find it? Yeah, I think I do. I I remember I I was having a conversation. A few more clicks. And I was just kind of saying, hey, how, uh, I said, Andy, talking to dirt and i said dirt uh you know how much effort do you put into you know getting a fantasy league i mean or getting a, getting your fantasy team together because you know we got this huge thing you got fan like listeners coming in and all this kind of jazz and he responded with i don't do a ton of research and that is my favorite drop in the history of 1080 the fan and it's not even because i'm a part of it <laughs> do you know that they were using that drop for a year and then i was like where'd you guys get that drop and brandon From was like show. you got it out of him <laughs> And I was like, oh, cool. I didn't realize that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be at Big Al's next week doing the big fantasy football draft. Um, it's big all, Al's in Beaverton. In Beavertron. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite right. shows Beaverton, of the year. Beavertron, he called it that. <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows of the year. And what's really funny is that I, like, despise fantasy football. I like football just fine. There's no problem with it. But fantasy football kind of grinds my gears. I retired, like, five years ago. However long ago Brett Favre retired is when I retired. Uh, but I love this show. We get a ton of listeners out there. Uh, everybody's super friendly. Tons of drinks, shaking hands, kissing babies, all that kind of stuff. The goal is always to see how drunk we can get swag. And, uh, yeah, so come on out. Listen. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure they – I don't know if they have slots available or anything, but you can always hit them up. You know, just tweet at 10 the fan or something, and we'll try to, try to hook you guys up. I'm intrigued to see how uh, drunk Mike Lynch gets this year because he literally lives 10 steps away. From Big L's Beaverton. Let's just get him loaded, Joe. Well, I'm trying to be there. You know, I might have to man the position in here so you guys can have a great time. But, no, you know, I'm going to. Let's get the intern. I, uh, what intern? Um, <laughs> intern Casper. Where is he today? Um, Let yeah. little Joey do it. <laughs> He's been here enough. He should know how to Joe run the Joe Ford can do it. Uh, yeah, we'll see if I can maybe get someone to squeeze in here. I doubt it. But uh, if so, I would, yeah, definitely be down to see how loaded we could get Mike Lynch. Yeah, let's do it. I've seen Mike a little tipsy, but I haven't seen him loaded. Well, and like I said, he lives ten steps away, so it's not a matter of like, oh, I gotta drive home, or like, oh, oh it's gonna take a while for me to get home. It, Is the Max it. right by there? Um, no. Dang it. There are buses, but no, the closest Max station, yeah. Well, I live in North Portland, oh, God. so it's like, yeah, I'm gonna have two beers and go home. Wow, wow. Don't be that guy. Well, I actually, I'm getting, I'm working. You're gonna be there till at least nine. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that sounds fun. So tune in. I'm really excited to do that next week. Should be a ton of fun. And that will be the last show that we have from seven to nine. Yes. I believe so. I believe so. The pro- so I love how the producer knows this, right? Yeah, yeah. Joe, I found out two days ago <laughs> and uh, Mike's been gone and I've been gone and yeah, we'll figure something out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 22nd next week will be our last seven to nine show. And this, then we will be going to eight to 10. Technically, this is our last seven to nine baseball show. Yeah. Yeah. 
been real. Yeah. Wow. Nothing better than to send it out on the idea that the Seattle Mariners are straight boned. <laughs> it's only fitting. It's only fitting. I'll tell you what. Mike and I talk about this all the time. I have been rooting for your Seattle Mariners. I'm not lying. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm literally rooting for this team to get in the playoffs. This show is about to reach its five-year mark, and we have yet to see the Mariners in the playoffs. So we're working on it. We're trying. We're trying to get there. Uh, the win today was big. However, the, like, seven losses before to crappy teams is not good. So right now you have the Mariners and the A's and the Yankees fighting for two Ross, two playoff spots, correct? The Yankees are ahead of everyone. And, you know, beautiful me, the Internet's not working. I'm really excited about it. Uh, so let's see. The wild card, the Yanks have a three-and-a-half game lead over Oakland. Oakland right now has a two-and-a-half game lead over Seattle. Oakland's also two games behind the Astros, assuming they win their blowout they've got today. Uh, I don't know, Joe. It's getting pretty crunch time. It's August 15th. Okay, there's still a month and a half, but we went through the Mariners schedule. And let's see this. Okay, the Mariners, they are 70 and 52. To get to the playoffs, they might have to win 95 games. And they're 70 and 52. And they're 70 and 52. So that puts them at 122 games so far this season. Which means they have exactly 40. 40. So they got to go 25 and 15. 25 and 15. I don't even. Wow. Now that I hear 25 and 15, I don't even know if that'll be enough. Hmm. The way that they've been playing, I mean, I, it just, I do not have any confidence that they're going to pick it back up. And especially when their ace just hit the 10-day DL, so he's going to miss at least three starts and there are other aces in the bullpen which we'll get to at the top of the eight o'clock hour but i mean it's three games against the dodgers they're gonna see rich hill and kershaw kershaw has been obviously great lately but he's been on the losing end of things so right. uh the dodgers bullpen hasn't really been holding up for them and i yeah. believe jensen just hit the 10 day right yeah, yeah yeah um did you burp did i burp i didn't burp oh weird <laughs> uh wade leblanc on the on the bump tomorrow uh, but they're going to see uh, Garrett Cole and Charlie Morton and there's for the Astros, and there's nobody listed in this August 21st slot, which makes me think it could be Dallas Keuchel. Either way, that's not good. And then when they hit Arizona, the, the projected starters is Robbie Ray, Godley, and Granke. I mean, you're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The Mariners could go two and seven, three and six easily in the next nine games. That scares me. That scares me a lot. I don't know. I'm not ready to wave the white flag right now because I do believe that this team has it coming back. But it doesn't look good. It really doesn't look good. Yikes. Joe, if you were a betting man, would you put money on the Mariners making the playoffs? Uh, I would bet on them not making the playoffs at this what, point. What if I gave you 200 to 1 odds? Then I would take that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I mean, if I would. <laughs> 200 to 1? I mean, I might as well throw 5 on that. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I got 5 on it. 
And I just made one thousand. Exactly. Definitely take those odds. Yeah, I suppose. Still probably losing five bucks. Probably, but you know, I lose five bucks every day from stupid things to purchase. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. All right. Well, the AL West is something you want to keep your eyes on. The American League Wild Card is also something you want to keep your eyes on, as we will uh, every single Wednesday uh, here on the Hot Corner. When we come back. We're going to debut a brand new segment because I like to tell stories about the history of baseball. I'm going to tell you my favorite folklore story in the history of Major League Baseball. I can't believe this is my number one favorite story, but it's the story I tell all the time to people that are like, why do you like baseball so much? And this is why. And it's kind of a modern day story too. And every week at 845 (laughs) instead of 745, We will do story time with Uncle Patrick. We'll do that next. It's 744 on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fin. I'm going down to Roses. Stop at Fannie Mae. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Welcome into Storytime with Uncle Patrick, where we sit here late at night and we talk about the good old days. The good old days, back when things were folklore and there wasn't social media. There wasn't you Yahoo millennials. Back when we were smoking cigars and stands and eating peanuts and little kids chased cars with big, fat celebrity home run hitters. I remember those days. Not really, I'm not that old. I grew up with steroids. I don't know. I just thought this would be fun. I got so many stories. Like, I follow... I like to think of myself as like a historian of baseball. Like, I've seen baseball by Ken Burns probably, you know, 20 times. Okay. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I watch it almost every single season before the season starts. And you just hear these stories, you know. I got stories about Ty Cobb. I got stories about... Mickey and Joe DiMaggio and and crazy things like that. What What do you got? Uncle Patrick, can I hear a story about how you love baseball so much and why you love baseball so much? And yes. What, uh, and what caused that? Yes, you can, good sir. Little Thank child, you. little boy. Thanks, little boy in the front. What's your favorite team? My favorite team, I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> there are good stories about the Orioles. Uh, but I want to start with probably my favorite story. This is kind of like the aura the folklore behind baseball. And I think so many sports don't have this kind of folklore. I think European football's got a little bit of it, or like World Cup. World you said Cup. European football, I was literally thinking of like European NFL or something. <laughs> I was like, what? Sorry, sorry. I think World Cup's got some stuff like this. The rich uh, history of Euro FL. <laughs> uh, but uh, the NFL doesn't have great stuff like this. I mean, NBA is basically like, what, Willis Reed? Like, that's kind of it. Or Paul Pierce. Gross. Uh, But this is my favorite story. It was the uh, 2003 American League Championship Series. It was Boston and the New York Yankees. It is in Game 7. This bad boy goes to extra innings. Tied. Pedro Martinez pitched a hell of a game, but then he gave up the tying double to uh, Jorge Posada. 
Grady Little comes out and decides to take Pedro out of the game. Before that, Grady Little came out to take Pedro out of the game. Pedro said, no, I'm staying in. Pedro then gave up a double to Jorge Posada to tie the game, and then Pedro got pulled. Now we got a tie game. This game goes into extra innings. The Red Sox send out Tim Wakefield to the mound. The notorious knuckleball thrower, Tim Wakefield. I think I've heard of him, Uncle Patrick. Yeah, he he was great. He actually won, like, I think Tim Wakefield won something like 220 games, something like that. He's, he's the most wins for a knuckleball pitcher of all times. Wow, all time. I didn't know that, Patrick. Yeah, he's a pretty great guy. Thanks, Uncle. Uh, and... Uh, the New York Yankees send up to the plate a pinch hitter. Coincidentally, he is the manager of the New York Yankees in Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone goes to pinch hit. We got a tie ball game. It's the bottom of the 11th, I believe. And as Aaron Boone is standing in the on-deck circle, Derek Jeter, El Capitan, walks up to him and he says, Hey, the ghosts are here. Earn your pinstripes. Wait, and it's yours. Aaron Boone steps up to the plate. First pitch, home run to left field. Yankees go to the World Series. If that don't make your spine shiver, I don't know what. That's my favorite. The ghosts are here. Let's talk about the ghosts of Yankee Stadium. The ghosts of Yankees past. Yeah. Like Ruth and Mantle and Garrick and Whitey Ford and Yogi and Reggie and, and all these dudes. Thurman Munson. All these dudes. Just says, sit back, wait, and it's yours. Now, Uncle Patrick, this story sounds made up. Is it real? It happened. It's all real. But you see what I mean? Like, the folklore behind it? Like, that's some really crazy stuff. And you don't get that in base in any other sport. That's what you get in baseball. You know, I'll tell you someday about the time Ty Cobb walked through an alleyway on his way to a Detroit Tigers game. That's a crazy story, too. About the time Mickey Mantle and uh, Joe DiMaggio played in the outfield together. I can tell you about that. I think this is going to be something cool. Well, I do have to ask, is that really your favorite memory? I think so. Like, un... Cleveland Indians memory? Yeah. I mean, little story like that? Just just like folklore stuff. Yeah. Because Jeter walks up to him and he says, the ghosts are here. Earn your pinstripes. First pitch, yak to left field. That's stupid, man. What I did not know about that, uh, I'm, I'm leaving the child role uh, learning the story now. What yeah. I actually did not know about that was that it was a first pitch. First pitch. Wow. Wakefield, Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone comes in as a pinch hitter. First pitch, yak, left field. Do you think it's safe to say that if he doesn't hit that home run, he is not the Yankees manager today? Uh, I think there is a good chance that, yeah. Because, I mean, Because why Bo- else would the New York Yankees hire somebody with zero management experience? Like, at least Alex Cora sat on the bench for A.J. Hinch last year in the Astros. He has been a bench coach for a World Series winning team. And Aaron Boone wasn't exactly a pivotal piece of the Yankees roster during his time. Not at all. Not at all. The next season, he was playing basketball in the offseason and tore his knee, and they cut him. That's right. Then he played for the Indians. Thanks, Aaron Boone. But now he's called Aaron Flippin' Boone. I just... 
I grew up, I was a big kind of anti-Jeter guy growing up because, you know, as like an Omar Vizquel guy and and I loved Nomar Garcia-Par and I thought A-Rod was going to be the greatest player I ever saw in my entire life. I was never the biggest Jeter fan. I always thought he got lucky and was kind of crappy, but was on a good team. Uh, but I remember hearing that story and I think that is when the tides changed. That's how you are the captain of the Yankees. The ghosts are here. Earn your pinstripes. Gave me shivers. Somebody that'll never earn pinstripes because they're busy in the bullpen is Felix Hernandez. We'll do that next. That's story time with Uncle Patrick here on 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 